Hi guys, Danita here with the Glance This Way Radio where we are creating room for the abundant life and purpose within us. So this month, we are right here in about three weeks into April 2018. Last month, we were focusing on um, owning the moment that we are in, right? Making sure that we are actually in the moment and not other places wanting and expecting other things. Go ahead and listen to the episode before this one for all of those juicy bits. I just I just re-listened to it. It was good. It was good. Okay. This month, we are focusing on keeping our foot on the gas um, with whatever we are executing. So whatever business, entity, idea, nonprofit, whatever content you're creating, whatever thing you are using your God potential to bring into the world, to offer to people, to serve to people, whatever gifts you're using to serve to people, we are looking at this month keeping our foot on the gas as it pertains to getting that content from the inside to the outside. So we talked a little bit about what it means to combine owning the moment you're in and keeping our foot on the gas. And the simple answer to that is the combination of those two things puts you in what I call a kingdom supply. A kingdom supply. So what does that mean? That means you're not fretting. It means you're not getting ready to to go spastastic because you're worried about what's getting ready to happen that you think is getting ready to happen. You're not in a moment longing for it to be something other than what it actually is. And you are also not stopping the execution of your potential. Kingdom supply is simply when we are standing in the abundant supply that God has given us through our kingdom citizenship that we have access to now because of Jesus dying on the cross. Okay? That's what kingdom supply is. In the kingdom, God has created us full of potential and he has given us this awesome um, framework to exercise that potential within and that framework is called a kingdom okay so i'm going to talk about that in just a little bit hold on hold on to that thought because i'm going to explain that in just a second so when we talk about owning the moment that we're in we're essentially talking about matthew chapter six that is essentially what that means okay so we're gonna do a little bit of bible study guys all right matthew chapter six is basically Right there towards the end, around 25, Jesus is telling people, this is why I tell you not to worry. This is the New Living Translation. Not to worry about everyday life, whether you have food or drink or clothes, because life is more important than food and your body is more important than clothes. He's saying there that God has given us, Genesis 126 says that God has given us dominion over the birds of the sea and the fish of the air and, and every creeping thing that creeps along the ground. And then he gives us this mandate to go and be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish. All of that means potential. So when Jesus says, don't worry about whether you have enough What he's saying is, if you would just use your potential, then those things wouldn't even be a concern of yours. He says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest. They don't use potential because animals have not been created with this kind of potential, this this likeness and image of God. 
He says, they don't plant a harvest or store food in barns and your father feeds them. Why? Because he created them. So he takes care of them. Aren't you more valuable? Why are you more valuable? Because you have God potential. You were made in God's image and his likeness. Aren't you more valuable to God than they are? Can all your worrying add a single moment to your life, right? So when we worry, when we don't stay within the kingdom supply, then we are actually creating an environment where we're saying, God, I got this. I don't need you to take care of it. I got it. And that's not true, is it? Okay, verse 31 says, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? God is saying, I gave you my image and likeness and I gave you potential. That stuff is taken care of. These things, verse 33, 32, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Such interesting wording right there. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. We see the word dominate back in Genesis where God says, I have given you dominion to Hi guys, Danita back with a glance this way radio. So we are, this is segment two. Now we see the word dominate. We do see it and we see it back in Genesis, right back in Genesis 1 26, when God says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air. And then he says, let them subdue, multiply, let them replenish. So we see it there. So when we operate within God's kingdom supply where he's king and we are not then we are able to dominate the resources of the planet to expand the kingdom but in 32 Jesus is saying essentially when he says these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers he's saying when you decide to be your own king to work in your own kingdom and to tell God you got it then you're not dominating you're being dominated you're being dominated. So in 33, he says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. So live within those cultures, norms of the kingdom, and he will give you everything you need. Who will? The king will. And that is key. We are to own the moment that we're in and not stress about what it could be, what it was, maybe in our imagination, longing for it to be more, blah, blah, blah. All of this lack, all of this is not enough, right? When we when we own the moment and stay out of those thoughts, we stay in. God is king. He takes care of me. When God is the king, and that's so important. When when he's king, then he's got it. He takes care of it. He runs it. It's his responsibility. It's his name that's on the line, right? And we are simply his royal children who are out here exercising our potential using the image and likeness that he gave us, okay? So also when we talk about keeping our foot on the gas, let's talk about that for a real quick second. When we talk about keeping our foot on the gas, we're talking essentially about John chapter 5 verse 16. So Jesus has healed a man who was on a mat and he told him, pick up your mat and go. And uh, the, the Pharisees and the folks got upset because Jesus told this man to do this and it happened to be the Sabbath. And they feel that him picking up his mat, forget the fact that the man was healed, him picking up his mat is problematic because it's the Sabbath. You can't do any work. So John 5, 16 says, So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. 
But Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. My father is always working and so am I. Amazing. That is keeping your foot on the gas. It means always working. And that might sound like, yeah, I'm good. I don't necessarily want to always be working. But the difference between what Jesus is talking about there, he says, my father is always working and so am I. God isn't doing some arduous task that he doesn't want to be bothered with. God is thrilled with his work. Genesis says he called his work good. So why is it that our concept of work, always working, is different and invokes this sense of dread, this sense of of maybe even being beholding to someone else? Maybe we start thinking about bosses and supervisors and, and folk like that. That is because in the kingdom, things are not like that. In the kingdom, you work, your work is based on your purpose, mission, and vision. Your work is based on who you are. So you can't stop working because you are your purpose. You're not trying to, you're not trying to find your purpose. You are your purpose. So you're always working because you're always simply expanding, developing, growing, um, um, yeah, expanding your you-ness, your us-ness is what I call it. You and God together. Your us-ness as you execute and deliver your image and likeness. The image and likeness that God has given you. So you're always working because you're always you. So you're just giving the world what's on the inside. And people, I'm waiting for what's on the inside of you. <laughs> All right, we'll be back for segment three in just a second. Danita back with the Glances Way Radio in segment three. All right. So owning the moment that you're in and not stressing, spazzing, you know, anticipating or wanting it to be something else is staying within the idea that your king has got you. He's got your back. And so you don't have to worry. You can be in the moment that you're in. And within that moment, You're keeping your foot on the gas, which means that you're just remembering that you are your purpose. And so you're constantly working, which means you're just constantly being you and creating and expanding your us-ness and bringing that to bear for the world to be able to receive your gift. You're just serving your gift to the world. That's all. You're keeping your foot on the gas. That's what it means by my father's always working. So I'm just doing what I see my father do. All right, now what are the results of these two things? This is what I call kingdom supply. What is the result of kingdom supply? Expanded capacity. I'm a living witness. You can do more. You'll you'll do more than you were doing. Your capacity to understand, to move forward, you see clearer every step, every phase is clearer and clearer and your capacity, your ability to pick up more and do more is increased. Your skills are sharpened. So the stuff that you were struggling with maybe before, you're not struggling with now because you've been keeping your, you've always working. You're still, you are developing your potential, right? Increased stamina, You're not as tired. You don't get as worn out by executing your purpose, by being you as you used to. 
So you're working all the time. Why? Because you're executing your purpose, which is your purpose, your personal, you understand you have words for your purpose, your mission, and your vision. Okay? So within that, I want to simply say that it's interesting in John 5, 16, that the Pharisees issue with Jesus is that this, this guy who was healed was healed on the Sabbath. And Jesus is like, I'm really not thinking about the Sabbath in that respect, in the way that y'all are thinking about it. I am not thinking about it. So I, I want to just kind of add that as a, as a thought here to say, then what is the Sabbath? If we're constantly working, right, then what is that? And I, I just want to put that out there because it's important. We are constantly working, but the Bible also says in Hebrew, Hebrews that there's a Sabbath day rest for the people of God, that we enter into that rest um, where we rest from our own struggle and we move into this kingdom, this kingdom work, which is essentially us executing our usness, our us and God image and likeness purpose um, that God has made us in. So your Sabbath rest, the other side of that is um, Jesus isn't telling us not to rest. He's saying um, when you rest to uh, let people know that you're pious and you're holy or whatever, then that's not the rest that he's talking about. He is saying I want you to rest because I want you to consistently remind yourself that God has got it. You got to consistently remind yourself that God knows what he's doing and that if you don't work on something, if if you take a, a prescribed amount of time to say I'm setting this down for the day, I'm setting this down for this for this little spill of time for this chunk and 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 you don't stress about that. You don't uh, drive yourself crazy at the thought of not working on it. You are communicating to yourself, to the world. You're communicating to God that, God, I know you've got this. This isn't my effort. This is our usness. This is you in me and you in you getting this thing accomplished for your own glory to expand your kingdom. That is the importance of a Sabbath's rest because it's the other side of that worry, right? So I'm worrying about what it could be, but then I get busy and start working. Then, I, then I'm worried to stop working. I'm worried to set it down. So God is always like, he's just always trying to keep us in, in a parent king child role he's always trying to keep us in that space of i'm your king i got you and you're gonna be all right all right guys danita back with the glances way radio for the final segment in this episode so we were talking about sort of the dichotomy right of working the sabbath rest is the other side which is that side that says you know what i'm not going to be afraid to stop working because my king is my king i'm not his subject i am his citizen god doesn't have subjects in his kingdom he has citizens he has a royal family and royal children and god has given us this planet he's given us these resources to subdue dominate to multiply to make fruitful and to expand the kingdom and so when we do take take the moment to say i'm going to intentionally rest here then we are saying i rely on my king 
because he has got this under control and it's gonna be okay. All God wants is to enjoy life with us within the perspective of a kingdom framework where he's king and we are um, kings, lowercase k, kings, and we are we are expanding the territory and we are ruling ruling um the way God rules we are running things the way God runs things we're leading the way he leads and enjoying our relationship with him in this wonderful space on this beautiful planet with its abundant supply from heaven that's what God wants as we're out here creating room for the abundant life and the purpose within us. So, I have a little treat for you. Over in A Glances Way's Facebook page, or on the Facebook group, A Glances Way group, I have put up what I call a tickler tablet. And a tickler tablet is just a place where you are capturing, it's your catch-all for ideas, thoughts, follow-up, I need to do that, quick to-dos, Hey, let me think about this. Hey, I have an idea. The Tickle Tablet catches everything. Because when you start really uh, being you and executing your purpose, you I mean, it just opens up all of these creative ideas. And those creative ideas, once you start keeping your foot on the gas, you have a whole lot of stuff going on. You got to have some tools in place to catch all that stuff. So that's what the Tickler tablet is. I have designed it and put it up. It's under the file tab under the A Glances Way group. So go on over to Facebook, join the group, grab your, I'll approve your, your request to join the group, A Glances Way Facebook group. Um, grab your Tickler tablet, either print it out or I use it also digitally on my phone through an app called GoodNotes where I can write on top of it as a PDF. Go ahead and grab your Tickler tablet. Because that's where you're going to keep all the stuff. And I say that to say, when you are enjoying your Sabbath's rest, you might have an idea. Throw it on the ticker tablet. When you are owning the moment that you're in, you might have a thought. Don't sit there and, and, and uh, ponder it. Throw it on the ticker tablet. That way, the tickler is there to capture all of those loose thoughts, brand new thoughts, stuff that's kind of swimming around so that your brain is free to enjoy the Sabbath rest or to enjoy the, the, the work that you're doing as you're keeping your foot on the gas or to enjoy the moment that you're in. Okay, so that's what the tickler tablet is there for. Guys, I love you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at aglancethisway at gmail.com. I'm happy to answer any questions. I hope and I pray that um, that what we've talked about in these episodes has been helpful to you. I'll be back in a little bit. And I love you. We'll talk real soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me. And don't forget to continue to create room because there is an abundant life in you and you are your purpose. I can't wait to see all and experience and take part in and benefit from in my own development all that is on the inside of you love you bye